Moo and hello everybody. Welcome to the Pink Tron. I am Brent Robinson and with me today is Sean Fogenberg. And as we ask every week, Sean, what are you drinking? I'm drinking something that I've had several times before. It's a tapache and this is uh, chamoy flavored, not chamois flavored. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. With us also is Matt DeFreitas. Matt, what are you drinking? Very sad, as always. Um, Dr. Pepper float. Oh, <laughs> yum. That's amazing. Non-alcoholic version. Love it. Love it. But and... not non-carboholic. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. right. Is it the full sugar, Dr. Pepper? Mm-hmm. All right. I, I need it after that race. Yeah, What's yeah. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> exactly. And that is our special guest for today. Joining the podcast is... Brian O'Connor. Brian, what are you drinking? Hello, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, I am drinking Bira Moretti uh, oh, from a can, no less. And um, I'm going to follow that up with a nice gin and tonic. He's doubling up. For me. Wow. Night off, it. really, isn't it? Friday. <laughs> love it. Somebody's bringing the picture And I have a gin and tonic. It is a last. The gin is last best. Sorry, it's a local one. Last best first love London Dry from Last Best Distillery here in the Calgary area. Punchy juniper, white sage, and lavender. And I must say, I'm quite enjoying it. So, mm. and I'm having one because I had a. I, I I will say I think that might be my best HWR ever in race one tonight. I don't know if I've ever finished fourth in an HWR. I nailed her. And even <laughs> if it's not your best, it's your last best. Yeah, you definitely weren't, my you weren't, last best. That's right. Yeah, you weren't holding back either during the race. I was watching every minute of it. It was great. Yeah, yeah that was a really good race, Brent. Yeah, so let's let's get into it. HWR this week is Classic Reverse in London. It's the normal lead-in up Northumberland Street. Hang a left down. Is that Kensington? Is that where you go when you hang that left? I don't, you guys are from that area. <laughs> More than me. <laughs> Not Ken- I don't think it's Kensington. Maybe, Maybe it's just monument. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you go up towards Buckingham Palace in the reverse direction on the red stuff through the sprint. Rinse and repeat two more times. So finishes with the left hand turn into the sprint. Yeah, yeah. So you get onto the red stuff, you do the hairpin. Watch the hairpin because it does choke you at the hairpin, right? Like that that is the one spot on Zwift that will slow you down in the turn. I don't I don't know what coding genius came up with that strategy that there's only one 180 <laughs> hairpin in all of Zwift that causes your bike to slow down, but that's it. Something weird and, going on, isn't there? Yeah. I swear it must it must also happen at that um turn before the Flamme Rouge as well, but uh maybe. I've never checked that one i've definitely i've checked the one on the red and it's repeatable mm. like everyone sees it like you can sprint through it and even dial like 700 watts it'll drop like down to like 36 kph mm-hmm. before it goes back up again so, so watch direction that. yeah so watch watch that um hairpin and then i think it's about six seven hundred meters from the hairpin to the finish so you know Hang on and win the sprint, or or win the breakaway. Like Tyler Callahan won that race. Eh? I don't know if you saw that. Finish, yeah, but he, um, uh, 
and Prado ended up finishing like 15th. I know. I just, I, I can't, can't believe that because I don't, I didn't even remember going past Prado. Um, I, I, I thought that, I mean, if you listen to my, me talking in race, I, I said that Tyler would probably go about 4K to go or, you know, I guess I don't know. They went about 3K, didn't they? Um, but yeah, yeah, tough race, tough race. There was just lots of, um, you know, building the intensity and dropping it down and the hours of struggle. Yeah, I mean, uh, Matt, you came eighth, Brent fourth, and then uh, you, Brent, you beat Ewan. Yeah, it's a great ride. Yeah, I, I had I had an arrow. I had an arrow at the finish, so you know, I had a little assistance from the game mm-hmm. luck. That happens, but I did, I did time it right. I think you race well. Yeah, really good. And it was, it was definitely not, you know, just spin around at tempo and sprint. There were. Well, let's start with Prado attacking right from the line at 5.0 for about 10 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. And everyone, they, did everyone catch him on, was it, you call it Northumberland, don't you? I keep calling it Constitution Hill for some reason. I, don't know I think it is Northumberland, yeah, in real life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. we all, because Tyler like put a mega burst in and we all yeah. called him up. Yeah, the group basically sprinted up the hill there in the lead-in and that was kind of, he was... Uh, it must be like very disheartening. Like, I mean, I've tried some breakaways and I know what that feeling is. Like, you're like, oh, my gap's up to like 10 seconds. All right, just gonna hold on here in TT. And Prado was like, a, like what, when did we talk to Prado? Maybe just in Discord one day, I think. Was that you, yeah. Matt, with me in Discord with you? Yeah, him? we were talking. I mean, I, I mean, he's a brilliant rider, but I think yeah. these races are just way too short for him, aren't they? Yeah, he's super, super strong. If it's any, if it's like an hour, then yeah, he he he'll murder us all probably. But I, you know, these are like twenty-five minute races, sort of thing. And um, I think he's that's difficult for him. I mean, it's difficult for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, doesn't look that difficult when he averages four seven for twenty-five minutes. But you know, yeah, that's yeah, just but... those. He could go four seven for like an hour. <laughs> but, yeah. but it's just the it's just the turn of speed, isn't it? Um, you know. Yeah, he's 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 a mega mega diesel sort of guy. I think. I think that's right. And then and so you know you just see like, he gets the gap up to like nine seconds. Then we all get to Northumberland Street, and we all <laughs> sprint seven hundred watts up the hill, and it just zero like that. <laughs> it's like row row. Yeah, cool so, guy. So I'm probably racing this this afternoon. Uh, for somebody who, you know. On a good day, I might be in that Chris Greenland range. He was hanging <laughs> on to that group. What? Uh, he was. Like any, any advice for getting around? It's it's just kind of I think you know it's pick the the it's pick the the breaks that you follow. I think um, if you don't want to burn too many matches, you know. I mean, it, it is a bit of a toss of the dice, isn't it? And occasionally, there's going to be one that maybe makes it. But if you follow every one. Um, then I think you're gonna it's gonna you're gonna struggle. So you just need to be very carefully pick them and just be, be lucky. Really, it's a, yep. it's a difficult one. It's difficult for everyone to get away. But um... yeah, you had a very strong field. Um, you know, even seven seconds wasn't enough. Um, you know, there were multiple. It was a slugfest. So I would, if it was me, I would I would try and stay as far back as you possibly can get away with and let everyone else bring it bring you back if you've got a good field um you know you might have um i can't remember a couple of people that can do like five 
they'll um, they'll they'll break away, no problem. Yeah. Um, you know, if you've even got a strong field, but uh, yeah, <laughs> the field tonight was, was amazing. Um, you know, there was no way anyone was going to get away. Um, you know, <laughs> even Prado got caught at the end. I thought yeah. Tyler was going to get caught as well. Yeah, He's very, we very strong. Very strong. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's right. I think it's, you got to kind of just watch and make sure you don't miss the chase. Like, I think that's the trick, right? Like, one or two guys break off the front, don't go. But when, like, the chase group starts going, you got to get on it because if you get dropped off the chase group, then you're yeah. probably not going to have enough strong bodies to bring you back in. Yeah. Like, there, was, think... there was one There was one point, Brent, where you and four others just broke away just so easily. And when I, I was riding and I thought I was covering stuff and then you just really put a quite a big gap and it was like, oh, my God, this is a bit of a worry here. Was that like start felt... of the second lap? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. yeah. 6.37. I was watching it. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the, that was right before the George Saunders from Hydro complained about his team catching Yeah, him. yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That hilarious. <laughs> that hilarious. Inter-team, inter-team spats there. Don't, don't chase down your own teammate. Yeah. Hydro. This is, the thing is, to me, I mean, we we kind of had this discussion before. It, to me, it's like um, this is a very much an individual race. So, you know, I appreciate sometimes team team orders is absolutely important, like ZRL or something like that. You know, you don't – I wouldn't but chase my teammate down there. But this is just an individual competition as far as I'm concerned. I'll chase anyone down, me personally, yeah. but – Sorry. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> no. Paul did it to me in HWR last week. Paul Paul's I can't remember. Yeah. No, it's, I, I mean, you work with people to off. better your own race, but teammate or not, like if the chase is on, the chase is on. Exactly. I don't mind chatting to people <laughs> on Discord, but uh, yeah. Yeah, there's no there's no honor, is there really? That's, not only if it, oh, yeah, only if it is an actual team race. Fair enough. I mean, mm. yeah. but anyway, <laughs> by choice. What do I know? Oh, by Full arrow. Um, arrow. Yep. Yeah, I was on Venge. I had my old felt, which is I don't know what point one seconds different than a Venge. I don't. It, there's not between the top three bikes. There ain't much to pick from. Yeah. Oh, so you I had point one plus a fair plus the. Plus the uh, power up, that that was it, Brent. That was the difference. <laughs> but but I have the rainbow disc, which is something like seven oh, seconds no. slower on two That's laps. A handicap, of... yeah, oh, yeah. Ah, it's proper handicap. You Those look rainbow so good. Are rubbish. No, <laughs> it's when look you go fast. Curry kit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the kit you had on? Eighties uh, novelty. It looks so good with the rainbow so wheels, the pink helmet. Yeah. Anyway, um, gosh, we've we've um, dwelt on the HWR quite a bit, haven't we? Yeah. Well, it is the flagship race. So that's all good. Yeah. Is we love the herd, and I think we've got three weeks of hills after this one, haven't we? Well, for sure, next week. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to be rocking up next week, rubbing my hands. <laughs> yeah, the next three are all pretty climby. 
nice medium climbers for cast bats and volcano but <laughs> yeah next next week is the one where matt gets to enjoy the tears of the sprinters <laughs> <laughs> yeah matt that name is gonna stick you know salty <laughs> Mark John's definitely taking offence at it, by the way. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, he did beat me last week, so it's fair, you know, fair play. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I, I put my money on in a fight. But... Next oh. week oh. is Octorbon, and it is the finish of the first uh, KOM reverse. So the first nine K of Octorbon finishing at the top. So 20-ish, 25 minutes, depending on where you're at. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be a whole world of pain for everyone. <laughs> oh, I like I like the Octorbon. I really do. Which which side is it? This is on? the steeper, the, the reverse. So uh, the more punch and recover, steep Brutal. and flat. Yeah. But I like that side. I don't like the kind of the the nice comfy side. Yeah, kind of this is the one with the uh, with the crystal head, like yeah. Half, oh yeah, with the five hundred meters or so from the end. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're I, almost there. I I probably said this about six times on the podcast, but it, the first time I found out that that was a real thing in Austria, it blew my mind. <laughs> I didn't know it was real. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to look it up right I now. I thought it was just one of those like weird Smith things like the dinosaurs and the Nessie <laughs> and all the rest. And then I'm I can't remember I was writing something for Stampede Root or something, and I'm looking it up and it's like, oh, oh that god. thing's real. <laughs> Is it Loren? Is it Loren? Oh no, Octobon. Anyway, it's like yeah, it's like the Swarovski head or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, cool. Well, we'll talk more about that next week after we all bike as hard as we can for twenty minutes and throw up. <laughs> yeah. Heard beginner racing. Yeah. Uh, Sand and sequoias. My looks like it's sand and sequoias this week. Uh, so. 20k remember this route um it's the so sand and sequoias is the you go out along the desert tempest fugit uh from the pens turn right go up the uh climb out of saddle springs do titans grove with the longer forward flatter climb come back down the rollers and then finish back at the uh, titans grove banner Titans Grove banner, Desert banner. Oh, sorry, yeah, Desert Tempest Fugit banner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? I really don't enjoy Titans Grove at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, you know, Bologna, um, the Alp Duez or the Alp Swift. That's all good, but Titans Grove just. I remember popping at the top. Can't remember which way it was. I think it's reverse. This isn't. Is this up the steep way or is this up the gentle this way? This is the flatter. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> How long's the course then? Looks it's like it's one lap. A, yeah, it's probably going to be one lap, 
20.3-ish K, or, well, I guess with the lead-in, 22 and a half. I think it's a, nice. it's a good beginner That's course, a good, right? Beginner yeah. course, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is a nice course. <clears throat> Lots of flat stuff to practice your drafting. A little bit of climbiness to, you know, you know, practice punching up and then... You know, a little descent with some rollery bits to get your heart rate back down, and then the launcher into the sprint. Yeah, it's a decent, yeah, it's got decent something place. for everyone, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, no one wants Tempest Fusion today. <laughs> Num numbers have been good in HBR still, so yeah, if you're if you're listening to this and you're a herd person, get on out there, practice some racing. It's good fun. You can talk about it like. Matt and Brian and I and Sean, like we're <laughs> we're about to we know what we're talking about. Win Perry well, nice or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a really nice way to ease yourself into the racing, I think. And um, you know, the racing is is really brilliant fun. It's not something to be to be afraid of. Um it's just for me, it's one of the best things on Swift. Oh yeah. Speaking yep. of Pretending to win Perry Nice next week's HBR course is on RGV, so it's uh, mm. you know some crosswind chaos out there. Um, <laughs> it is a little bit of cobbles in the village, yeah. some, some roly intestines, and then give her a big finish. Good stuff. So that brings us to Climbers Gambit Castle KOM. Yep, via the first few K of uh, Chain Chomper. So the, the climb starts 3.7K in. Probably not enough to get a full warm-up in, but, you know, get so get most of your warm-up in beforehand, maybe do a couple little efforts to start. But, um, yeah, only your time on the segment counts. The segment is 2.5K at 2.1%. So... Uh, I would, I would, I'm going to be going uh, full arrow TT bike. Um, there, there are enough flatter parts. I mean, the first several hundred meters of this are entirely flat. There's even some downhill. And then the end is also pretty flat. Yeah, I definitely think it's your full arrow bike. The more interesting trick is the pacing, I think. Like, yeah. How do you, like, what's the, the like, is it like just a little above threshold till you hit the bridge and then you got to kind of stomp it probably at like two minute power maybe till you get to the top and then empty the tank as hard as you can go till you hit the finish once you hit the flats on top yeah so it's a i mean it's essentially a stair step climb so the first yeah. 400 300 meters are essentially flat uh and then there's about a 750 meters at two to four percent another so that's the part where you get up to uh the rollery bit oh, up right. top where you go it's out like the bridge before and you then take they the switch left. back yeah yeah yep um so there's flat there then you come around and there's that uh the climb up the cobbles um and then it ends flat again so there's essentially two two main punches each of which will probably be about a minute and a half two minutes long uh combined with some some flat in the middle um i mean it's it's essentially pacing wise it's a longer version of the uh of the hilly kom 
right? You've got the Don't steep, then a flat in the middle, steep, and then flat to end. <laughs> He's so cute. I love yeah. your dog, Sean. I also love my dog. She's <laughs> she, she's no thoughts, just vibes. Sorry, I <laughs> stopped in mid-flow. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the, um, the pacing's a bit difficult, but I think it's really just keep enough in the tank that you can really hammer the finish, uh, the cobble, the steep cobble bit. I think that's where most of the time is able to be gained and lost. Yeah. Did we do this in HCC? One, the, one of the first ones. HCC? So James. Yeah. Pump championships. So yeah. last Damn. year it was in the it was in Chain Chomper for um HSRL. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, okay. so it, yeah, it's not the dirt climb, right? It's it's in the town. So no, it's yeah. Not a... yeah, it's a, it's on the road. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a kind of um I remember getting an insane time up there because I was just trying to hold on to the group that was also going completely insane yeah so um i think i got 530 zwift points for it <laughs> crazy um crazy good so anything over 500 is brilliant but um yeah so people not in not in a group um so in a group my fastest time as a fast C low B is 436. So without a group, it'll probably be around a five minute, little under five minute climb. Um, a is probably closer to four. Uh, D is closer to six. So figure out your pacing around that and come off the gas on the flatter bits and go hard for the finish. Yeah, everybody's best times <laughs> in the herd are all from like Zetterall races. <laughs> I like your advice. Go use your two minute power, Brent. I think that's absolutely bang on. Yeah, I think that's that's the best estimate I can make. Because if you go too hard, you're gonna blow up for the second half of it. <laughs> You got to have something in the tank for that cobbly bit. That's a, that's like one of the most interesting climbers gambit routes, honestly. Like lots of them are just go as hard as you know, some like hilly, right? It's just yeah. gonna smash the hell out of it. But that if one you got to think about. You you get a usually get a pretty good estimate of like it'll take me about this long, and I can just try and hold what I think my power for that time is. This is not that. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Mountain so, goats, Matt? Yeah, mountain goats. What? The, so the yeah. course is Royal Pump Room Eight. Where's the finish on this? The, it this looks like so, it's just going to be brutal punches. Yeah, so it's going to be one and a half laps. I'm. I've actually got to ride it and uh, work out where the finish is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that that's still in hand. Um, by the way, don't laugh. So. Uh, I, I I should have mentioned this last week. So we did. I did. I actually rode Bigfoot Hill um, Titans, and unfortunately, that 
for whatever reason, the race ended up being another 0.8 down the road. So I when in the race I was doing, people were like, oh, where's the finish? And I was like, I was at the top of thing, unless I've got it completely wrong. <laughs> when we got to the top, everyone's all got, gone full pelt up the thing, and then there's another 0.8 of a, of a kilometre over the other side. <laughs> everyone was like oh no this was absolutely brutal because we were expecting it to be to at the top <laughs> i was like oh sorry guys but it's you know it's unfortunately it's it's not an exact science this uh custom course business <laughs> as someone who's made many stampede finish lines in the wrong spot i can assure you that it's not obvious yeah it's weird it's a bit strange how it works because I, I watched a couple of races and they seem to I did exactly the point that seemed to be their finishing point, and then it went on an extra point eight over the top. But anyway, I mean, what can you do? There's there's def there's always a little bit of weirdness. I was uh, in the ZRL finals uh, race this week, which was based on the distance you cover. Uh, yeah, like forty five minutes, right? Yeah, uh, and there were a couple of people who were in a group with me who. Uh, over on the right listed that they had gone 200 meters less than I had as they were right next to me. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, but they were annoyed about that. <laughs> Is that how it worked out in the results too? Uh, they weren't with me by the end. They, I had oh, entirely okay. blown up. They were, they were miles up the road. Hmm. Well, we can talk about that too. Cause I have experience yeah. in that blowing up thing on that course. <laughs> But it's about six hundred odd meters of climbing, though, with one one and a half laps. So it should be should be quite an interesting one. So which climb quite... are you targeting for the end? Are you targeting like Pop Bank or? Um, I think the the second to last sort of steepish steepish one. Looking at the <laughs> looking at the course profile, I'm not sure it's Pop Bank. That, that sounds like Pop Bank. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of trips around yorkshire though man yeah it's all right it's a little bit of fun isn't it so yeah need to uh no, need to ride that way, is it? <clears throat> but yorkshire i mean yorkshire's always um they I, I think they're really good courses actually the yorkshire courses it is good racing but it is like hard because those little punchy climbs are yeah very challenging but we like it hard, us mountain goaters. So it'll be fine. Quickly, <laughs> sorry. Say again. Uh, found that Queen's Highway was um, challenging in the full past week. Oh, yeah. In Bullseye, you guys did Queen's Highway? Yeah. Or was it? I I thought we were Glasgow this week, or last uh, week. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, winter race or was it the week before? Yeah, we did heard winter racing on that last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brent, explain yeah. explain Stampede to me. Six K of jun Jungle Circuit. Yeah, is basically from Jungle Pens <laughs> to the bottom. Oh. So it's, it's a downhill race. It's a downhill race. Oh, whoa. get out your mountain bike, and uh, it's downhill for six k. Almost downhill the whole way. There will be a few little bumps in it, but basically, it takes you straight to the bottom. All right, hey, love it. I, I uh, think I've got the math right. Uh, 
it's basically you just do the lead in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Great. Love it. Big difference to um, the Mercury 40. Yeah. I think, you know, I mean, from a like kind of series planning perspective, like I think the people who did Mercury 40 enjoyed it. Mercury 40 is like good fun and stuff, but a, it's really hard to do like a 40k TT and then like like every week. Like that's hard. And, oh, and yeah, do anything else, sure. right? Like I know like I did ZRL this week after that, but I didn't do anything on Monday. So, you know, that's tough. And then like the attendance goes down. Like, fair enough. People don't wanna people don't wanna do 40k TTs every week. Like it's hard. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like it's only an hour for A's. Like I was just over an hour because it was just over forty kilometers. Like it was forty point two or something. And I was sixty hours and seventeen seconds. But like for guys who are C's and D's, it's over an hour. Which you know, an hour as hard as you can go, an hour and a half as hard as you can go. Like that's long TT yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. And and actually, that's actually a really good point. Um, I know we're going slightly off topic, but. When, when, and, and, you know, people complain when in WTRL, when they do less laps for, for, for some of the lower categories, but actually, you know, when you think that an hour for the A's could be an hour and a half or more for the D's, it actually does make a lot of sense because that is an hour and a half race is that's a long old race, isn't it? You know, in something that's just maybe 50 minutes or an hour for the, for, for another category. So, uh, you know, that definitely make, does make sense in that sense. Yeah, that was uh, Antoinette's epic rant about uh, the cobbled climbs course last. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, the cobbled climbs, I think it was one fewer lap for the C's and D's, but the D's that, like, some of the lower D's were doing an hour and a half to two hour yeah, race. Yeah, yeah. With just, like all alone doing an individual time trial up the like repeated hills over and over again. Yeah. It's not, not a lot of fun, is it? I always think things like, you know, a ADZ is actually harder for, you know, when people say, Oh, I, I can get under an hour, but it's actually harder if you, you, you do an hour and 40 sort of thing. That's a lot. That's a lot of full on stress, you know? Yeah. <laughs> It is. Anyway, sorry to take us off topic. No, no. I, I mean, anyway, Jungle Circuit will not be that long. And I, I think the D's and C's will be a lot closer than the A's in most other races on this <laughs> one. They'll be loving it. Bring, bring your mountain bike. I think mountain bike is 100% the fastest on this one. Yeah, I can never quite work out wh why on some gravel courses the mountain bike's better and some of the gravel's better. I don't know what the... Must so I think that the it. it's set up so that the mountain bike has the lowest rolling resistance, but they are heavy. So anytime okay. there's anything going uphill, it it doesn't make us make any sense to have one of the right, right. mountain yeah. bikes. Okay, cool. There we go. Explained it to me. <laughs> Brings us so, to bullseye. Yeah. You want to do bullseye, Brian? Yeah. Um, the fourth peak that we've done every month. So, uh, four laps. 
really hear you, Brian. So I think you're breaking um, up a little bit, Brian. Yeah. Gonna switch Give your internet hamster a <laughs> yes. poke, something, whatever you. <laughs> Oh, the the pods are out. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Well, oh wow, sure. the earpods. Right. That's better. Bloody Apple. Trusty old iMac, iPods, AirPods, <laughs> rubbish. Um, apologies, guys. Um, so we've got uh, four laps of London Classic, um, with a three point nine kilometer lead in. Um, so you go up Northumberland. Um, and we do, it's basically the mile sprints. So there's four laps, um, five sprints, and 300 points to go out this week. So, would you like pizza? Yes, please. <laughs> four pizzas, love pizza. please. <laughs> yeah. Apologies. Apologies. This is why I have my AirPods in. <laughs> no, it's amazing. This is it's okay. The pictronius pictron of all time. <laughs> yeah, By the way. Job. Sorry. Is that another? Is that another glass? Different glass? I thought you had like a beer and a gin and tonic. Oh, and now you've got a wine. A, apologies, this is a Malbec now. So <laughs> that's three different drinks. This from, is brilliant. Did you get it, it from Aldi? <laughs> no, I'm afraid this one's from uh, Waitrose, which I'm afraid oh. is much more upmarket. <laughs> yeah, for for you Canadians, oh. that's a very posh. That's the poshest shop we have, apart from Harrods. Yeah, you don't. Want, yeah, you don't want to be shopping in Waitrose anyway. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, you guys buy wine from a posh department store? Like this is a kind of blow my mind. Like we have liquor stores here, which every one of them is basically a closet to strip mall. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, believe it or not, this was hand delivered uh, for fifty p from the local Waitrose. So, uh, love yeah. it. Mm. Right. So I don't know where we were. Uh, I think we'd finish with Classique, which it's pretty long in between sprints on that one, right? Like you're going to get some pretty full recovery on that route. You can you can really let rip on this one, not like last week, (laughs) which was insane. Um, We've got I make out that we've got about twenty six k, twenty five point seven k for this, so sixteen miles. Um, So we'll probably do it under thirty minutes, but. yeah, um, I would go full aero, of course. Um, Pink Tron, if you're Craig. <laughs> uh, are you expecting any, uh, because there's so long between the sprints, are you expecting any nonsense of people just trying to go long TT their way around? A hundred percent. Um, oh. I, I, I think this is going to be really, really good. For the um, the big lads, so anyone TTing, anyone breakaway, anyone that's capable of doing like four and a half, five, well for bees anyway, um, they're going to really smash this. Um, it's a bit like oh, French course Paris, um, which is the reverse direction. There's a little like three or four percent. That's it. Um, Lutece Express, that's right. Um, I saw, I can't remember, not, is it Dan? Not Manolo. Oh. Petroni? Petroni? Um, Dan Pedroza? Pedroza. 
Uh, no, he's he's a B. He's a B. Uh, anyway, oh, okay. he's going to kill me for getting his name wrong. Is it Andy Kroll? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I remember racing Andy Kroll on the test in Bullseye, and we absolutely kicked the poop out of each other. Yeah. Well, I've never seen a breakaway like it. It was really, it was just a masterclass. And, you know, I couldn't follow him. So, um, and I was fresh as well. So, yeah, some days you just don't, don't have the legs. But, um, yeah, no, this is going to be, this is going to be, really interesting i know it sounds like a fairly vanilla course but uh mark uh john has done a really good job of putting that schedule together and um next week it's one um island island outskirts looks like outskirts that's right so it's two and a half island outskirts so that's five sprints so i'm really looking forward to that one because it's like 5k between the sprints so, so, well, so and a climb up to every sprint. That one's going to be really yeah. interesting. Oh, really yeah. looking forward and sprint races do not, those words do not enter, you know, don't go together in my language. <laughs> so I'm really struggling, really struggling with this. <laughs> mm. Yeah. thing with bullseye is you don't get good segment times. You're always looking at everyone else. Um, and and watching the numbers that's mm. what you're really doing this is not one you want to forget your hud you know what i mean it's like <laughs> and people like you know mark john they're just very very good at it aren't they it's not not just the raw numbers but it's the positioning mm. and yeah. and you know so it, yeah so it's even more difficult for the likes of me who can't do the numbers and doesn't know the timing of it all. <laughs> I, think, I think you're hiding your lies under a bushel there. I, I, we we are in the presence of Brent Robinson, so um, you know the yeah. last. Well, well, I have been talk, talking up Brent Sprint in the last few of my <laughs> um, races that I've been doing, and so Brent finally showed me tonight. Yeah, mm. I had that. that, that I, I don't know that if I would have caught you without the arrow, but. Nah, don't worry. But now you've got a great sprint, Brent. Don't worry. I, I'll say the one thing that I've started to watch some other guys do that I had never appreciated before. If we want to, I think that's all the races. We'll move into a little bit around the horn stuff. But mm. um, is is how they like they hide themselves in the pack a bit. Like they um they start the sprint from a certain spot so that oh yeah I think they know the guys at the front can't see their numbers and they can't mm. see them coming right because if you're in view one. You can only see a certain distance. Like I've watched guys like O'Callaghan and um, Scorekeeper and stuff. Like you can see where they wait and they launch from, and they launch from like they wait to the like kind of in the back on the outside, so nobody can see their numbers hit orange. And then by the time you see them coming from your zone one view, they're already at like you know way more speed. And so by the time you like, especially you know without race mode or whatever on your trainer gets spun up they've already like gapped you so you can't get in the draft on them like there, yeah. it's like there is stuff to that it is uh i mean that's it's the sprinter slingshot right you're just slingshot through the draft and go uh yeah. and the i mean in in zwift you can't you can see a few people behind you so in a small group that doesn't really work but group of five, 10 or more you you hide in the back and go yeah. yeah i mean even with race mode you can't even if even though you you can go almost instantly to say 10 watts per kilo you get that you, speed you, you haven't got infinite acceleration so you still need to get to their speed 
Um, and like you say, they're already pushing, if they're already pushing like 50 kilometers an hour, you're doing 40 until, you know, you, it's going to take you time to get up to the speed, whatever. So yeah, it, it's, it's really is tactical and, you know, fair play to the guys that are really good at sprinting, like, you know, Mark, Stillview, like, um, you know, Origin. Origin. Yeah, exactly. Origin. You know, yeah. these guys are just, they're just very good at it. I mean, the other day, Silvio, and he didn't sprint this one, but he raced a race. He finished just behind me because he didn't sprint. He could have easily beaten me. But he was one watt per kilo less in for the whole race over a 45-minute race. That's absolutely insane, isn't that it? Is, that you is know, you know what I mean? Insane. But mm. not – not. Um, it, it, I was, was – I can't remember which one it was. I think it was the bullseye. Um, but he was egging everyone on everyone else on saying come on guys let's let's go for it you know the pace is too slow and uh and then and they proceeded to surf like a ninja at the back (laughs) for the the ensuing rest of the race and then nailed it right at the the finish absolutely stomped all over everybody so not very unsurprising yeah yeah, legend he's got Uh, fantastic power plus fantastic mm-hmm. race tactics so yeah goes together really well so if yeah. you uh if you want to see a good uh <laughs> example of hiding in the back and sprinting to get a gap it actually happened in your race race one earlier in your stream that uh right at the end uh with 600 meters left uh the guy who finished second crofts uh, he had been out yeah. like, off the back of you guys and then sprinted through at 10 plus uh, and went up and was chasing Tyler out at the front yeah. uh, and ended up having seven, eight seconds on, on your group by the end. Yeah. I did he see also it. did it from 800 meters out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, it, was I, quite impressive. it was 800 meters that he started. At least like I, I, I like I did. I actually like I was pretty close to the back when he came through to Sean and I was like, I can't do that for that long. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> like if you hit if you like I can't it was showing like 10 or 11 or something when he came through. And I was like, if that dude is doing 10 or 11, 800 meters out, he's gone. Like, yeah, good luck. Like, I, I mean, I would... even even without the update of, uh, you know, the blue lightning bolt for the live data on ZP, he has 8.6 for a minute. So that'll go up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But yes, he did. He did. He was executing that plan, like from that back corner, come through and then. 8.6 for a minute. Wow. That's, that's phenomenal. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes, please. Yeah. 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 Do a lot of leg squats. So, to get there. Anyway. Yeah. And a lot of it, I've increasingly, as I have do more of this realize how much is foot speed do like i just don't have very good foot speed like i top out at like 130 rpm but i think these you know or that wears me out these guys i think do like 130 140 rpm for like a minute and i can only do it for like 15 seconds yeah unless they have grossly different gearing on their bikes like i i mean i i know i don't have like tour de france sprinter gearing but I think it's something again you can because I mean I, I've been working on that. I mean I'm nowhere near 130, but I'm definitely Im- improving it. It's definitely improved my my sprinting. So uh, it's just something you could we can both work on, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, and it does seem to 
to help because Matt, to, you know, pushing the, the you know sort of 700, 800 watts for me at a, a lower cadence is just too tiring. And then, um, so yeah, if you can do it at say 120 or more RPM, I think um, you can actually maintain it a lot better. Seems to be the way anyway. But yeah, so my kind of round the horn is um, it's uh, you know I'm loving it, which is tour de tour of Watopia, and um, the other day I did the 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 I don't know if it was the first one, but it was the the it was one with Freddie Ovet. It was like the oh, special wow. edition, and it was it was 38 kilometers. It was absolutely insane pace. So I got dropped at 19 kilometers, um, and I think. I think I was at like pretty much five watts per kilo for 19 kilometers or something. It was just incredible pace. It was like 50 kilometers an hour. Um, and then, yeah, I just, just let them go and finished in the second group. But, um, but, but Freddie was just like chatting away to everyone and having a laugh and everything. It was absolutely brilliant. So it's just brilliant to be able to ride with both sort of people. Do you know what I mean? Like, but I, I love to the, these tours because huge numbers and you can, pretty much um, get into any kind of group if you say oh yeah i want to just do two 2.5 watts per kilo today you can find a group somewhere in that and um and it's just they're just really nice rides actually i'm really really happy that this is back on if any of you guys have done it that was me today oh cool i didn't fancy doing the uh, the hwr this evening I was just, yeah I'm, I'm a bit cooked but um yeah i know i i managed I managed, I stopped myself from doing, I, I set myself a goal because my training program is screaming at me to do an endurance race. So, oh, endurance rides. So um, I didn't go above 200 watts and stayed above 170. So, and that was really nice. Um, yeah, and you're right. You just find this enormous blob um, and you get sent into a dinosaur for about 30 seconds. Yeah, it was slightly annoying oh, to be honest, but uh, <laughs> I, I, the only reason being is because I, I, at the time when it happened on the first lap, I was really pushing it to try to keep yeah. up with everyone, so that everyone kind of yeah, yeah, it was a visibility, I couldn't you see what the heck was going on. See them going off yeah. the front, you yeah. can't see them going off the front. That's right. So um, it was yeah, it was a bit of fun, but it's like look, yeah. I'm I'm struggling here, guys. You know, <laughs> to keep up with them as it is. Like, this is ridiculous. It's <laughs> hilarious. I was thinking just the same thing. If this was a race, I'd be really annoyed. <laughs> I like to use the tour events for the same sort of thing, Brian. Like just those kind of long, steady rides. You try to just yeah. not go too crazy. The problem is, is this is how every one of these starts. Is I, I don't go too hard. I'm in my group. And then like... You know, there's another group four seconds up the road, and you're like, Oh, I'll just squeeze up and then I'll sit in their draft. And then you like squeeze up and you're in their draft, and then another like three, four minutes goes by, and then there's another yeah. group four seconds ahead, and you're like, Ah, oh, these like if I stay in these guys, I gotta go under, I kind of gotta go under where I want to go, so I'll just squeeze up and I'm in the next group. And then you get to like 36 kilometers, you get to like the 33 kilometer mark, you're like, Oh, I could get to the top 100 mm. if we just kind of like put a little surge in here. <laughs> oh, I can get to the top. 80 if we put another surge in here and then you're like oh god there's like 70 of us in this group sprint for the top 25 let's go and then you're like oh so much for my endurance ride as i sprinted out to the finish line <laughs> like a dummy yeah so it's like I, half endurance ride and half dummy ride that's what happened to me in tour de zwift 
Oh, it was, was whatever it was. The last one, not Tour of Watopia. But um, yeah, no, I was going to the front every time. But I'd be late to the race, to the start. So I'd be right at the back. And I'd just be gunning it like it was racing HWR or something. So yeah, no, I, I completely get that. You know, so, you know, we're not going after Coco. We're, we're doing it. <laughs> we're going for the front. <laughs> but you've got to do it really quickly. So you've got to stay on it for a, oh. a lot, a long time, like five minutes to start. You're really, you're late. But anyway. And, and like, oh, I nice. mean, listen, I love the ugly Zwift kid as much as anyone else, but um, <laughs> these ones are like bad too, right? Like, yeah, the, it's bad. Like, I they don't know. Horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Fondo kits, very nice, very pretty, very elegant. Okay. But these ones, I, I don't know. Do you think James is having fun with us? <laughs> I don't think James does the kit designs. He he does some other things. I actually had a chat with James this week about a couple of things, in particular the new women's racing series, oh, which they had announced yeah. on. I, I don't know how they put it up, but I know it came out on Zwift, Side, Zwift Insider, and so I, I don't, I don't want to give away too many things but we we chatted a bit and and you know Go on, Brent. well just you, you know i kind of was teasing him that that zwift is stealing all his best ideas from the herd yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. uh and he said you know i didn't see you guys listing anything so you know yeah. here we go but i mean I, I i mean we can all have different views about this i know other people do i'm uh, kind of like i think the community stuff is great and it's good but ultimately like Zwift is a commercial entity that wants to make a go, but is going to need to be invested in this side of the game, you know, the event side of the game, the series side of the game. Totally. And uh, I don't begrudge them kind of taking over. Like they, they're going to, there's no way that any like group of a dozen or 20 people patching together Facebook groups and sticking things into Zwift inside or Zwift power and stuff are ever going to have the reach of the guys who run the app yeah so like yeah. you, you want to make your game yeah. reach out to women you want to make your game reach out to d's you want to put on tt's mm. by all means like it's you, you guys are gonna make a nickel off this thing yeah you are not uh, i was i was thinking myself now should i be going for race london this month or should i be focusing on hwr and i'm thinking you know, and that's and that's um, that's very real. They are, they are. You know, they'll they'll have an effect on the herd. Um, I think um, you know numbers will be down uh, on on all. You know, even I don't want to mention anyone else's <laughs> anyone else's groups, but um, yeah, I think they will. It has a tangible effect. I think numbers will be down, but you know, there might be still room. What do you think, John? I mean, as long as we get series that, I mean, there are there are series that I really love that mm -hmm. don't get as much attendance as I would love for them to get because especially, and I notice it when those other big tours are on. Um, so, you know, the, when all those Scotland uh, rides were happening, yeah. That's all anyone wanted to do. And the things that 
normally would have five or 10 other people. So climbers gambit type things, then uh, there's two or three instead. Uh, the, this past, this past weekend, uh, I, I won my first B, uh, climbers gambit because there was no one else in the standings. Uh, there are, I mean, there are certain things like climbers gambit, like stampede. I know stampede is already doing it, but there are, there are things where I wish Zwift power would actually allow you to combine all of the, uh, all of the time zones for their, uh, overall, uh, standings. So like I, I would have had a pretty good B time, um, like top half, but but it was just yeah. me against myself in the overall standings. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I really that. like having all those those events. Uh, it's just, you know, it would be nice to have a variety. I, I like seeing them try a, a variety of things, you know. So this is our Shiri's equivalent. Um, maybe at some point. James pitches a climbers gambit, climbers gambit equivalent, and we actually get a lot of people doing that kind of race. Yeah, yeah, I think that's about right. Is is maybe that that maybe that's where the community stuff will lay is in the like experimental stage, and then when formats get a bit proven or popular or whatever. I mean, that's kind of how WTRL. I mean, I know it's still all organized and operated and run by WTRL, but you know, they just Bobby pinned that bad boy together to start those TTTs. Right. Hmm. So, you know, maybe that's, I could easily see it Zwift at some point. I mean, I know, well, technically they have, right. They pay them now. I don't know if they pay them for TTTs, but they pay them for ZRL. So, I mean, however they do it for Zwift corporate to be operating the events. I mean, I'm like Fortnite holds events and it, I guarantee you there isn't like community organizers organizing Fortnite tournaments or if they are, it's like not, it's the same as like Zwift, right? It's just some Facebook group. It's not set up through the app. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I mean, even the, the ZRL final race this week was, it was nice to have a different kind of format and a different kind of scoring. And I mean, I think this is similar to, I think it's the Zwift duathlon league where they uh, do a bike and a run and you, your distance is what matters. So it's a, it's a timed event. Uh, yeah. So it was really nice having this kind of, okay, here's a timed event. Uh, it was brutal. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like Brent also had the experience of going fully nuclear, uh, but yeah, that it, it was a nice uh nice way to do that because it for once the number of riders you had and the like your how well your lower riders did actually mattered. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was like as much as I did I mean I guess I got a good enough score, right? Like I probably had about the fifth best score in our race or something like that, but you know, but but I mean, I thought it was a good format for all those reasons, right? Like every racer in the race had a reason to push hard for the whole race. Yep. And, and it mattered too. Like, so uh, my, my race, my race was, I think I finished 
55th in distance covered and was like 15th on points. Uh, wow. It was, wow. I was with the front group through the first four climbs. And then by the final climb, I was barely holding tempo up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was crashing so hard at the end. Yeah. When you go, you go. Yeah. I, I had, I had gotten the second fastest time up the first climb and a, I think was a few watts off of a like PR for the like first five minutes, but it turns out that that race was not one where uh, the FTS and F where the FTS points really mattered. It would have been much smarter to just try and hang with the group and not go for the banners. Yeah. I think that, I think it was the Marmots who came second overall in their um, division hardly got any of the the effort that the fts points but they got really good finishing points clear i mean i think um because you know the, the team above them i think was nz bro or something did, did really well on everything but uh every team behind pretty much got more of the fts and that kind of those points but um clearly then, not the finishing points so, and then blew uh, up and couldn't stick with the groups they were yeah. with <laughs> yeah I, I kind of like that, to be honest. <laughs> do, you, do you think they're going to do that for CRL or ZRL? Uh, I mean, they did this past week. I Yeah, I would expect them to start integrating more things like that. This seemed like a mm -hmm. an interesting test. It was an interesting that they tested it for the finals. Um, yeah, we'll see. The next week is going to be brutal. It, again, it's going to be the Glasgow crit course, but oh. with normal, but with normal ZRL rules. So, and, and how many and laps is it? Is it? It's too many. Five. <laughs> oh, you're right. It is like ten laps. You're right. It is. I, I just don't know how anyone is going to last that Clyde kicker ten times. I mean, wow. Everybody's got to do I, it, so it's all the I same, you know. Yeah. Pace it. <laughs> I wouldn't know what advice to give to anyone to do that one. I think I'm going to go really hard once, try and get one mm. of the top FTS scores, and then just try and hold on to the group. Got to be the first lap, really, and then just hang on. Yeah, have you guys seen how close that first sprint line is to the start? It's like I nailed it. meters. <laughs> I nailed it. Yeah, just you, you, you go at about six or seven from the start, and don't let on what you're doing, and then ramp it up. You know, mm -hmm. you count to ten, and then you go, and you you can once you once you're doing ten um, watts per kilo, you, there's no one's going to catch you. Unless they're, oh, they've sure. already done it. Yeah, unless they're already doing it. Yeah. Or Brent <laughs> Robinson, obviously. So. I, I can hold it that long. So yeah. just, so just in terms of like blowing up on this thing, I did, I did my best ninety-day power for both three minutes, seven minutes. I was within eight watts of it for twelve minutes. I was in five watts of it for twenty-six minutes, <laughs> and then I was within like 10 watts of it for 42 minutes so like 
<laughs> like it was just there was no like real stopping on that course like that was the thing like you just had to keep going hard all the time <clears throat> it was it was a really challenging event i give him credit for it everyone says it was brutal unfortunately i couldn't do it because uh, i haven't done enough um, wtr trl races oh but you were doing your duathlon last weekend anyway weren't you how'd it go the duathlon went pretty good. Yeah, I mean, um, I, well, I won my age group, the old people's age group, over 50s. So well, that was good. Um, I think I was 10th man overall. <clears throat> it went it went pretty well. Actually, the, the, the thing that didn't go quite so well was the, the cycling. Um, it was my first time sort of riding in anger on a TT bike. So that I think that was the thing. So I just need a bit more practice on that. And also, um, <laughs> couldn't get the you know, typical me being such an amateur couldn't get the um cycle mount thing to work on my tt bike because the handlebars are they're like um aerodynamic ones and so i had to hold my bike computer in my hand which obviously <laughs> didn't also didn't work out very well so yeah so there's lots of improvement <clears throat> i did win but hopefully i'll do a much better time next time but the wind was quite brutal actually on the um the tt as well yeah and and i'll tell you what once you've done so it was 5K. I think I did it like 18.45 of the first 5K onto the bike. Um, but then when when you have to run again off the bike, like your legs are just, it's this very strange experience. Is uh, I don't know, you just they just don't quite work quite so well. <laughs> I've done a couple of duathlons. I, I hear you. Yeah. I, I've done them. I've done them when the race swim was canceled as a result of weather. Oh, the weather okay. was yeah, so yeah. rainy and poopy. Um, and uh, let me tell you, there's nothing like like getting off your bike shoes and into your runners and it feels like you're running on stumps. I don't know if you ever had that feeling, but like you have no feet. It's just like clomp, 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 yeah, clomp, clomp. It's, it's funny. It's a God. funny one. I did, all, I did actually a pretty decent uh, run time for the second. It was only two and a half K. Um, but, uh, but anyway, lots of improvement because I also had a bit of an injury leading into it, but it was fun though. It was fun. I did really enjoy it. So yeah, good fun. This is a man who's on first name terms with Paula Radcliffe. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we went to uni university together. Oh. So yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. I, that's, I knew her before she was famous. Impressive. Oh yeah. Yeah. But she's cool. She's a very, very cool person as well, actually. She's really, really good friends with my best mate. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's a shame we didn't um, we didn't meet in person um, at the uh, Hell of the Ashdown. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm really sorry about that. Unfortunately, yeah, I had my, my boys over. Yeah. That's mm. all right. Brian yeah, and Mark. That would have been good. Great. I mean, it was like the tortoise and the hare. Oh, really? <laughs> which, which one were you? <laughs> I, I was definitely the tortoise. Because um, yeah. Mark got a flat, though, didn't he? He got a flat. He got a flat and then just went off the back. I'm not sure if Brian is Brian Patson. I mean, this man's got a beard. It's so impressive. Um, it's, it's really Proper good. Beard. And um, yeah, I'm not. It's just all so lovely people. The herd is just full of very amazingly nice people. Um, you know, I mean, well, Brian, like I say, you, have, you haven't met me, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, sadly, maybe, maybe soon. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Where do you live? I live at Buckerstale in Essex. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, not not too far that away. That mean nothing to everyone else, but uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's like half of the picture. Right, is a bunch of stuff that means nothing to everybody else. Well, <laughs> well, you wait until you wait until the race commentary tonight, and then then we really go to town. <laughs> Will we get race commentary tonight? We we oh yeah we always have race commentary. It's just whether we follow the race or not is the uh, or whether the, it goes longer component. than two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. one minute forty five seconds. And we I did actually, we did actually. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, my um, yeah, something crashed and then it and I thought it had restarted, but it didn't. Yeah, it's a good point. I'm... We will hopefully get race commentary tonight. <laughs> Very good. Well, I'm not going to be invited back again, am I? <laughs> we should say tune in to race commentary for race two and then we will say thank you to sean fogenberg thank you to mad defreitas thank you to special guest brian o'connor everybody enjoy your races moo and good night take it yeah. easy everyone okay.